0: Hi, I'm Eric Javine. Welcome to Radio Superfly. I started this program on New Year's Day 2020. I have a pretty long and growing list of musical artists and genres I want to explore, but I've always hoped listeners would make requests because I come at each subject not as an expert, but as more of an informed enthusiast. If I don't learn something while I'm making an episode, I'm doing it wrong. Long story short, I got a request from a friend on Tumblr to dive into Afro-Cuban music, which I've done with great joy because Cuban music is vibrant, creative, and extremely influential in the United States, despite our respective government's chilly official relationship. To aid me in my quest, I nabbed a copy of a book titled From Afro-Cuban Rhythms to Latin Jazz by Professor Raul A. Fernandez. I'll be quoting liberally from the text as we go, because Professor Fernandez is my kind of academic. He writes with authority, without getting bogged down in jargon or overly academic prose. My friend asked me to trace the history of Afro-Cuban music up through the more modern, multinational offshoots gathered under the umbrella term Salsa, and I am going to do that, but I keep these episodes to around 20 minutes apiece, so we'll probably need two or three to get there. That just means more great music to enjoy, so that's good. We'll start out with an exploration of a genre called sone. I've already talked a lot, so here's a taste of Son from Vicentico and Miguelito Valdez. Tu dices que no soy
1: guapo, no Aunque el otro día contigo yo no me quise fajar. Si sacas una escopeta, no vayas a disparar. Que yo me mato corriendo sin que tenga que tirar. Yo no soy guapo, señor. Yo no soy guapo. Yo no soy guapo, señor. Yo no soy guapo. Ahora no puedo fajarme porque acabé de almorzar. Luego tampoco me fajo porque me voy a empangar. El que dice yo soy guapo siempre tiene que pelear. Y yo que no digo nada no me tengo que fajar. Tú ves. yo no soy guapo Oye, no me haga pasar un mal rato, no, no Yo no soy guapo Caballero, yo no quiero que nadie me dé un galletazo Yo no soy guapo Yo me paseo por los sitios, tú ves. Yo no soy guapo También, también paseo por Pelé, no, no Yo no soy vampo Ay, yo no soy, yo no soy ningún
0: The Caribbean has been an exceptionally fertile breeding ground for exciting musical forms because of the cultural collisions we always run into when we look at contemporary music from the Western Hemisphere. Indigenous cultures forcibly colonized by European interlopers who compound their sins by importing African slaves. The uneasy melding of those influences creates distinct musical forms on each group of islands they grow from a fundamental root of African rhythm. In his book, Professor Fernandez offers a simple description of Cuban music as a marriage between the Spanish guitar and the African drum. And then he proceeds to flesh out the makeup of a typical Afro Cuban orchestra. Claves, essentially two wooden sticks, are used to play an instantly recognizable 3 2 rhythm that forms the bass, usually accompanied by a bongo drummer. Another rhythm instrument, called the marimbula, may be less familiar to American eyes and ears. It uses pluckable metal strips, similar to the African thumb piano called the kalimba, except much larger and thicker. The strips are attached to a resonating box that's large enough for the musician to sit on. It's hard to pick the sound of the marimbula out of a full orchestra, so I found a YouTube video where percussionist Carlos Paseggi performs a solo improvisation on the instrument. You'll hear him tapping the box with his fingers and plucking the metal strips. The guitar used in sone is fairly unique as well. I'll lean on Professor Fernandez again for a description. Quote, Although sone was and is played with guitars, the instrument of choice became another new world hybrid, the Trace guitar, or simply the Trace. Like a guitar, the Trace has six strings, but they're organized as three widely separated double courses of strings. The construction of the instrument limits its harmonic possibilities, but nevertheless requires a powerful percussive strumming motion, which enhances its rhythmic dimension. You can get a taste of the trace in the intro to De Cuba Vengo y Cubana Soy by Candido Fabre.
2: Soy de Cuba, ser y a Cuba voy. Yo soy aquel que al pasar por aquel camino real le preguntaron el nombre y los que no le creyeron empezaron a esclavar. Se ha vuelto loco este hombre, aquel que ayer te cantó en tanto te de deleito. Y escuchaste en la radio ese que voy me
0: as son developed throughout the early 20th century, band leaders naturally fleshed out their orchestras with pianos, horn sections, and other more modern instruments. Each creating their own potent blend, and of course, there must always be a singer. Quote, a good sonero has always been hard to come by. The thick, heterogeneous sound laid out by the clave, bongos, bass, tres, and maracas requires a vocalist with a thick, bright voice, preferably rough and with good vibrato. End quote. There are many examples of male voices in Son, but nobody could shine on a bandstand like the magnificent Celia Cruz. <laughs> Professor Fernandez explains in his book, son is not meant for a seated audience. Quote, The son was born not at a concert, but at a dance. The sounds of its instruments and the vocal parts were part of a whole that allowed people to round out the picture with their body movements. From the early 19th century onward, the dancing style of Cuban couples became known for its focus on sinuous torso, hip, and shoulder movement. End quote
1: qué bueno valgas
0: Professor Fernandez devotes several pages to the influential career of a blind trace player and band leader named Arsenio Rodriguez. Rodriguez created an offshoot that came to be known as Son Montuno, which was slower, more sultry, and more appealing to youthful jazz fans of the late 1940s and early 1950s. Quote, Arsenio Rodriguez can be considered one of the most fundamental innovators in 20th century Cuban popular music as a whole. He also had a tremendous influence on New York and Los Angeles musicians and helped build the foundations of the salsa movement. As musicologist Danilo Lozano has stated, when you listen closely, certain elements of Rodriguez's compositions are extremely modern. One wonders, was Thelonious Monk listening to Arsenio Rodriguez, or was Rodriguez hearing Monk? End quote. And that seems like a good place to pause in our exploration, because the thrilling collaborations between Afro-Cuban and African-American musicians in the years before the Cold War shut down the free flow of culture is worthy of its own episode. I'm excited to get to work on that one. It's also worth noting that Sone experienced a resurgence in the late 1990s, spearheaded by the international acclaim heaped on the Buena Vista Social Club and its influence can certainly be felt in contemporary salsa vocals and arrangements. Thanks for joining me on Radio Superfly. I hope you've enjoyed learning a little bit about Sone and the foundations of Afro-Cuban music. Music
2: Deje a su niña llorando. Las piñas son bien maduras, las comen hasta las viejas. Y son piñas cabezonas, amarillas.